Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. This week, I'm dedicating the episode to my good friend, AJ De La Garza. If you don't know who AJ De La Garza is, Google him and find out who he is. Um, he's a professional soccer player who just recently retired. And I wanted to do, um, I wanted to do something. Um, that's not much. It's me just talking into a camera to you guys. Uh, but I thought it was, I want, I wanted to do it. So this, I feel like this episode out of all the episodes that I've done is, um, more for me than anything. Um, so yeah, here we go. Let's jump into it. Uh, let's start off with follow me on Instagram at the Jesus show NTO. You can follow me on Facebook, the Jesus, the Jesus show, not that one. TikTok, you can find me at the Jesus show, not that one. YouTube type in the Jesus show, not that one. And email me your questions, comments, and concerns. The Jesus show NTO at gmail.com. All right, let's get into it. A lot of these facts I'm going to spit at you guys are, I'm finding it off of Wikipedia because some of these things I don't know off the top of my head. Like, I don't know how many games he's played for each team. Um, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't looked at it at all yet. So some of the things may even surprise me as we go along. Um, all right, let's jump into it. Uh, so far, if you guys are new to the show and you, um, you guys haven't seen any of my episodes, uh, maybe this is your first episode you're watching. Maybe, you know, you've watched just a couple episodes. I've had AJ on the program or on the podcast twice already. I believe him and Megan, his wife were on episode two. And then AJ was on again, uh, I want to say maybe about a year ago. I can't remember exactly when was it. I don't know. I don't think I had, um, I think I was still in, I think I was still in Vegas when I last interviewed him. Um, but I'm going to have him on again, hopefully, um, to see how he is doing with retired life. Okay, like I said, let's get into it. Okay, AJ De La Garza was born November 4th, 1987, which makes him, what, 36 years old, right? I believe he's 36 years old. Does it say his age on here? I'm not very good with math. It says 35. He's 35? Hmm. Let's see what my deal he says. Um, no. Oh yeah, he's 35. Okay. Hey, AJ, my bad, dude. <laughs> um, I didn't mean to make you older than what you are. It's because I'm 39 and I want you to hurry up and catch up to me. And I don't want to be the oldest person, but clearly I am. So yeah, so he's 35. He was born in Maryland. I know that. He's 5'9". At least he's listed as as five nine. Okay, sure, sure. <laughs> um, he played for the Maryland Terrapins. Uh, it says he had eighty eight appearances when he played in college. Um, I know he won. I want to say he won two national championships. With uh, Maryland? Uh, let's see. Let's see. I should be better prepared, but clearly I am not. Um, yeah, I want to say AJ won two national championships. I know this is a lot of dead air over New Mexico. Being named, oh wow, uh, AJ 
had a successful senior season, being named the College Cup All-Tournament Team, Second Team All-ACC Selection, and was his team's co-most valuable defensive player as he helped lead Maryland to the 2008 National Championship and 2008 ACC Championship. Dope. Uh, As a freshman, he was named College Soccer News second team all-freshman after helping Maryland win the National Championship in 2005. He started the title game and helped the Terps keep a clean sheet 1-0 over New Mexico. So yeah, see, okay, so he won two national championships with the Terps, and then they won the ACC championship. So in his college days, he started off pretty strong. So what, that's two out of the four years he won championships? That's fucking dope. Um, then after college, he was, I know I found it here. Yeah, here we go. He was selected in the second round, 19th overall in the 2009 MLS Super Draft by the LA Galaxy. And he made his professional debut on March 22nd, 2009 against DC United. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. He played the whole 90 minutes at left back in a 2-2 draw. That's pretty dope. Um, I remember in 2009, was it 2009? I want to say it was in 2009. I remember Omar and AJ um, coming to the LA Galaxy. And ever since 1996, when MLS first started, and the Galaxy were introduced, you know, they were one of the founding teams in MLS. Uh, ever since then, I was a supporter. I followed them. I watched as many games as I could. As I got older, I watched even more because it was, you know, I was more aware. And I remember seeing Omar. I, like, I never, I'm never, I was never one to look at uh, the draft. Like some people in NFL, you know, like they look at like, oh, this draft pick and this. I didn't, I never paid attention to that. But I remember Omar and AJ being two new faces that came into the league. And I remember thinking, maybe maybe there was a couple games that passed that they played together. And I was like, oh, wow, they're, they're really good together. And as the season went on, and in 2009, they went to MLS Cup, which they unfortunately lost to Real Salt Lake and PKs. Um, As the season went on, AJ became one of my favorite players. And then 2010 came along, and, you know, AJ just got progressively better. And then I remember... 2001, they had a great season. The LA Galaxy had a great season. And they went to MLS Cup and they beat the Houston Dynamo 1-0. And the game-winning goal, if you look at the highlight, I remember it was a rainy day. It was a night game. Um, I went with one of my friends and... We got there, uh, let's say the game started at 7. I think we got there at like something stupid, like 2. And we were tailgating and we were walking around and just enjoying and soaking up the atmosphere. And if you look at the highlights for that MLS Cup, 2001 MLS Cup, it starts from the back and I believe it goes AJ to Beckham. Beckham to Donovan. Donovan goes and scores. But hearing a lot of the analysts talk about it, you hear Beckham had the ball. 
And then Beckham gave it to Donovan. Donovan made a run. And, um, or was Robbie Keane there? I don't remember when Robbie Keane came. Now I'm doubting myself. But I think it was AJ to Beckham. Right? AJ Beckham. I don't know. Robbie could have been in there. What I'm trying to say is it started with AJ's pass. And it led to the goal. Then, in 2012, they went back to MLS Cup and they beat the Houston Dynamo once again. This time it was a day game and I went with my friend Jesse. So it was Jesse and Jesse. And I think it was about the same thing. Maybe the game was like 1 o'clock in the afternoon. 1, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. And we got there at like 10 a.m. It was, it was crazy. It was, it was fun. And for the longest time, I watched, I watched from afar. I was, I was a fan, right? And one, I want to say maybe in 2013, maybe it could have been 2012, 2012, 2013. I was talking to somebody. Or no, it had to have been either 2010 or 11 because it was before I had my flight attendant job. I was talking to somebody and I said, like, oh, I had a dream that I was friends with AJ. I don't think I've ever told him this. Um, but I had a dream and it was, if I can remember the dream, it was some, it was something simple. It was like, I was, I was hanging out. I think we were walking. We were walking somewhere and AJ said, Hey, uh, let's go eat. And I said, okay. And then in the dream, wherever we ended up, you know, we were both eating. I don't remember any of the conversation, but it felt very friendly. And then as we're leaving, I think both of us or one of us said, Hey, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. And then we left. Then I woke up and then I was talking to some friends and I was like, oh yeah, I had this dream that me and AJ were friends. It was so weird. So that was either in 2010 or 11. And for a moment I just thought, man, that's, that's so weird. But I think it was maybe because AJ was one of my favorite players. And I, I just think, you know, it was like there in my head. Well, fast forward to 2014, Allie and I moved to Hermosa Beach. And when we signed our lease, Allie posted a picture at the Redondo Pier. And I don't know if she tagged the Galaxy or I don't know how it came to be. But then, I know I've told this story before. But then from there, AJ commented on her photo. I was like, oh, that's my favorite spot. Then I fall asleep. I don't remember exactly when it was. It was, it had to have been some, it was sometime in January because that was around the last, um, I was coming up on my last radiation appointment and he reached out to Allie and said, hey, give your boyfriend my number. So I remember I went to go take a nap. Sometime in the afternoon, I wake up later in the afternoon and Allie goes, hey. And Allie, since 2012, since I, I, I got the job, since we started going out, um, she's always known that I'm, I'm a huge LA Galaxy supporter. And, you know, we'd, I'd talk to her about it and, you know, oh, you know, this play, you know, Omar and AJ and, and Junie, Marcelo and, you know, Beckham and Keen and blah, 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 blah. So she was, she was well aware. And she was aware that AJ was one of my favorite players. So she says, so I, I, I take a nap, I wake up. 
she goes, Hey, uh, AJ De La Garza wanted me to give you his number. And I went, okay, get the fuck out of here. She's like, no, really? Like, here's his number. He said, text him. And I went, what? She goes, yeah, text, text AJ. And I went, wait, hold on. What? How is this happening? So she tells me, and this whole time I'm thinking this is a joke. Like, there's no, there's no fucking way that in all of the world, all of the universe, one of the people, one of the professional athletes, one of my favorite soccer players, there's no way that that person is giving me their number for me to talk to them. I wait. No. Also, I paused real quick like that. No, no, no. I'm not going to use that as a screenshot. No, never mind. If you ever see me take a, take a moment when I'm doing a facial expression, it's because I'm trying to pose for the screenshot when I post uh, the episode. Anyways. So she says, yeah, text them. And I went, um, okay. So she gives me the number. And <laughs> when I say I waited like an hour after she gave it to me. And I'm like, okay, what am I, how, what do I, what, what, what am I going to say to AJ De La Garza? Um, hi, no, that's stupid. Um, hey, sup? No. Hey, man, uh, how are you doing? I was so nervous, so nervous. I was like to the point where I was like kind of shaking again. I don't think this is, uh, some of these things. I think a lot of these things that I'm sharing with you guys, I don't think I've ever shared with AJ. I know some of them, but I don't think everything. So I was just, I was a nervous wreck. And finally, I don't, I don't remember what I, what I messaged him, but I sent a message. And then, you know, he replied and I was like, what? I was like, baby, baby, uh, AJ Delagarza just, just sent me a text back. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So thankfully it was through a text message and it wasn't a phone conversation. If it was a phone conversation. I would have been really chill. I would have been like, Hey man, what's going on? Uh, yeah, I'm good. How are you doing? You know, some bullshit like that. So I'm freaking out. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Then we set up like, oh, there's a place in Redondo called Nodges. And it's a great, I love it. It's a very dive bar feel because it's, it's a dive bar. It's on the Redondo pier right in front is, is the walkway and you have the boats that are right there. And, you know, we would, we would go on a clear day, you know, you sit out in the little patio or you sit close to the big openings. They're not windows cause there's not glass on them, but just the openings. And there's a little like shelf you can put your beer and food on, or there's little tables next to them. And you can just look out and it's very beautiful. And they have. All kinds of beers. I mean, all kinds. You think, oh, I, they probably don't have this kind of beer. Nope, they have it. Then you think, mm, I've heard of this beer just a couple times. I don't think they have it. And then you go, do you have it? And they go, yep, we have it. And each beer, I think they have them in three or four different categories. Like you have in this huge list of beers. They have it, I believe, on a whiteboard. Because some of them change from time to time. And they're in different colors. And I think black means that a pint is, for example, I don't know exactly the price, but maybe the pint is like $4. Then the red one is 5 and the yellow one is 6 And then, let's say the blue is like 7 or $8. 
<coughs> excuse me. So they have them priced like that. And I think at the bottom of the whiteboard, it says, you know, the colors mean this. And then as you look on the board, you can go, oh, okay. Oh, I want that one. Oh, that one. Oh, okay. And all the bartenders there are very knowledgeable about, you know, if you go, oh, I like wheat beers. And they go, oh, okay. What, you know, what kind of wheat beers do you like to drink? And you, oh, I, you know, a Widmer Hef is good. And they go, okay, well, we don't have that, but this one's similar. And then sometimes they, you know, they would tell me like, well, you know, if you like Widmer Hef, you know, there's this um, blonde that is, is similar to it. It's not a wheat, but it's similar. And just a very cool place. They have really good tots also. So we set up this meeting. We're like, oh, we should meet up and have a beer. Okay. And I think even then he was like, I really don't drink beer. He's like, I really don't drink, period. He goes, but sometimes, you know, I like to indulge. And it was the off season. And I think it was maybe a week before their preseason. So he was like, you know, he was like, yeah, I'll have one. I can go crazy. I was like, okay, I'll have like 12. And that day was the last day of my radiation. And I remember I had this, I just had the mustache. I was bald. I think my hair was coming back just a little bit. Like I had less than maybe like right here, maybe a little less than that. But I was, you know, so I'm bald, a little fuzz on my head. And I had a, a, a weak stash coming in. It wasn't even this full. And I think my eyebrows were just coming back too. So, I mean, I looked sickly. So from the radiation, we went to the house to change. And from the house, we met AJ at Naja's. And I was just, I was like, oh my God, oh my God. Then I'm like, oh, what am I going to say? What am I going to say? Then I started thinking about things to say and ask him. But then I was like, fuck, like now this sounds like an interview. Like, I don't want to make him feel like I'm interviewing him. It's like, but like, what do, what do you say to a professional athlete? Like, what do you, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to say. Like, I've never, up until then, no, I had, with Budweiser, I hung out with a lot of um, celebrities and athletes, but I don't know, it was different because it was, it was, it was just different. It was different. Like, I wasn't meeting them on my own time. Like, it was, you know, company time and shit. So I was, fuck, I was nervous. I just kept telling her, like, oh my God, like, I feel nervous. Like, I felt, I felt like I was going to, like, throw up my... My stomach was doing flips. So we get there and he goes, hey, um, I just tried this, this beer and it's a mix of, I think it was Hogarden and a Lindemans. He goes, it's half and half. He's like, you know, that's what I'm going to drink. And we're like, yeah, sure. Let's, let's try it. So three of us had one and we sit there and we're talking and I want to say maybe we were there for an hour. I think we were supposed to be there for maybe about an hour and maybe we went a little longer. <clears throat> then, then we, uh, then we're like, Oh, why don't we, why don't we meet up again? Okay. He's like, Oh, I want you guys to meet my wife. And we're like, all right, cool. So we left and I was on cloud nine. I was like, I just, like I've, I already finished my chemotherapy. I finished my radiation and I was on cloud nine and I'm getting emotional. I don't think I ever shared with AJ what that moment meant to me. Um, Because months, months before we met up, but before we went to 
before we moved to LA, um, one of the doctors, uh, one of the oncologists here in town, he told me that I was going to die. I remember I'm sitting in the doctor's office with him and Allie was rushing home to try to make it to the appointment. She had to go to work and she didn't make it. And I'm in there with the doctor and the doctor was like, I don't know, man, like we've ran all these tests. Nothing's coming up. The only thing that shows is that your right shoulder is lighting up when we do all these tests. And that's the only thing. And, you know, usually either really young kids or really old people have this kind of cancer you have. Um, and, you know, it's either leukemia or lymphoma. And we don't know, and we've never seen anybody in your age range. Uh, we've never seen anybody with no history of cancer. We've never seen this before. So he's like, I don't know, man. I, you, you're going to die. And I went, what? And he goes, yeah, you're going to die. And I said, how long do I have? And he goes, I don't know. M maybe up to six months. And he was just very dismissive. And I was like, what? So he leaves the room and I'm bawling and I call Allie. I'm like, I'm going to die. He said, I'm going to die. So now she's bawling in the, you know, on the way there. And, and the nurse comes in and like, I was trying to walk out and I couldn't because I was just, I was a mess. I tried walking out of the office and I, I couldn't. You know, the nurse comes up and she's like, oh, it's going to be okay. I'm like, oh, he said I'm going to die. So to go from that to being told that to go, I think I went like a month or two before I went to Rush University. And then the doctor there was like, that guy's a fucking moron. He doesn't know what he's talking about. You're going to be fine. But in that time, like a lot changed for me in my life. The way I look at things, the way I handle myself, you know, the way I think, the way I talk. I try to talk with more purpose. I try to be more meaningful. So to go from that low to meeting. AJ, such a high for me. I don't think, I mean, um, I want to, I want to say thank you, man, for, for allowing that to happen, um, for taking the chance on, you know, uh, being my friend. Um, and I think that's, that's one of, not just the one, but that's one of the reasons why I cherish, um, our friendship with AJ because from the start, it meant a lot to me. And then, you know, from there. We met Megan and then, um, you know, there was a couple times where they had canceled and then, you know, IG was like, Hey man, we really want to hang out. Just, you know, she's not feeling well. And we we're like, Hey, yeah, that's fine. And then finally when we met Megan, she, I think I was like, Oh, we should all have a drink. Me, Annie, me, Allie and AJ were like, yeah, we'll have a drink. I was like, oh, come on, come on, come on. And then Megan was like, mm, I'm pregnant with the, our son. I went, whoa. And then that's when um, she was pregnant with Luca. And then, unfortunately, Luca um, didn't. He didn't survive. Um, he had HL, HLHS, um, 
hypoplastic left heart syndrome. Which if I remember correctly, that means half of his heart was underdeveloped. <coughs> and from jump, they knew that when Luca was born, they had to, Luca had to have surgeries. And I think out of the seven days he was alive, I, I believe he had, sur he had six surgeries. So, uh, yeah, that was, whew, man, I can't. I can only imagine, like, if something were to happen to my little guy, fuck, man. Um, but that was in 2014. And then in 2014, the LA Galaxy went back to MLS Cup and they played the New England Revolution. And I remember texting AJ the night before the game. Then the game, you know, comes and it was, this time it was different. In 2011, 2012, I was watching it as a fan. In 2014, I was watching it as a friend, a new friend, because we met him at the beginning of the season or just before the beginning of the season. So now this is the end of the season. And before I was excited, a little nervous, but the whole point, you know, I like I wanted to go to the, the wanted to get to the game early, you know, stadium hours early, because I wanted to get, you know, a little drunk and then go in, like, keep drinking and yeah, let's go, yeah. This time it was very different. I think Allie and I showed up to the Home Depot Center. I want to say maybe an hour, maybe an hour and a half before. I think we left the house an hour and a half before game time just to make sure, you know, if there was any traffic that we'd get there, we'd, we'd get there with plenty of time. We had a couple beers. I think we each had maybe, or maybe I had, I know I had two talk hands. I think Allie drank one and then she drank half the other one and then I chugged it. But during the game, we didn't, we didn't drink at all. I didn't want to. But this time I was, I was a, I, I was a nervous wreck. And it was different because it wasn't that I wanted. I hope this makes sense. It's, I wanted the galaxy to win, but. I wasn't focused on the Galaxy winning. That was secondary. What I wanted was AJ, my friend, to win. To be successful. To win the cup for Luca. To have this horrendous, heart-wrenching, unfathomable event happened where he lost his son, him and Megan lost Luca. I thought maybe winning MLS Cup. I know it wasn't gonna fix it. I was I know that winning MLS Cup wasn't gonna fix anything. Luca was he wasn't with us anymore. Um he wasn't with them. But maybe, maybe it would bring some sort of joy to Adrian and Megan and their family. That's what I wanted. I wanted AJ to win. And the whole game, oh man, I was back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. And I remember the Galaxy scoring. Jossie scored on the opposite end on the south side or the south end we were behind the goal in the north end and you know place goes crazy yeah and then maybe the 75th 80th minute i don't remember exactly when maybe even later the revs tie it and in overtime i remember seeing teal bunbury he 
takes a shot. And it wasn't, it wasn't a clear shot. It wasn't like a, you know, oh, that thing's headed for goal. He was like coming in on the side and he just hits the ball. So he just like hits the ball. Like, I'm trying to show you, but I don't really know how to. Anyways, he just, he takes a shot. At no point, like I'm telling you, you're watching it. At no point did you think from, like, from that angle, he's definitely taking a shot. It just like, oh, he just, he's lobbing it up. I remember seeing the ball coming and I was like, oh no. Because it looked like it was going in. And I remember AJ, as he turns around and looks, he puts his hands on his hips like, fuck. And the ball hits the crossbar. And, you know, gets bounced back into play. And we're like, whoa. I think not long after that, uh, Kino goes down the other way. And he gets a ball. I don't remember who served the ball into him. It could have been either Juni or Marcelo. Gives him the ball and he scores. And then the game's over. 2-1, they win. And at that moment, I just, I mean, I started bawling. And again, it wasn't because the Galaxy won. It was because AJ won. And I just, I just kept telling Ali, he did it, he did it, he did it, he did it. And um, that, was, that was a really, really special moment. Um, and in our, the text message that I sent AJ the night before, um, I just told him where I was going to be. And after, you know, they're celebrating everything, uh, I remember him he, coming over and we gave each other a, and I, I just, oh, congratulations, man. And he was like, ah, oh, thanks. I was like, fuck, man, that was, that was dope. So that was, that was a very, different feeling that I've never had before because I I've never had a friend up until then that was a professional soccer player. I've never had a friend that was playing for the championship, especially not one as important as MLS cup. So those, those, those LA galaxy days, man, they were memorable and special. And he helped, well, before AJ got there, the LA Galaxy had two stars, 2002 and 2005. Then in 2011, he helped the Galaxy earn their third star. And then in 2012, he helped them earn their fourth star. And then in 2014, they won their fifth star. That's why there's a gold star over the LA Galaxy crest now. Because three of those, AJ De La Garza help, helped uh, the team win. Then he got traded to the Houston Dynamo. And man, I was not happy. I don't know how much I've shared with you about the situation. I don't think AJ, when he's been on, I don't think I've asked him about it or have asked him to talk about it. Um, but I'll just say I was not, I was not happy with what transpired. <coughs> I haven't been happy about that since he left. And I haven't worn... Other than on the podcast, I think I wore his, his jersey on the podcast a couple times, even the, uh, one of the retro ones. But outside of that, I've never worn any LA Galaxy gear or the jersey because I refuse to. But now that he's retired, and thankfully he retired as an LA Galaxy member, 
now I can start wearing my stuff again. So that's nice. Um, so AJ was traded to the Houston Dynamo. And with the Houston Dynamo, in his first year, they got to the Western Conference Final against Portland, and they went to Portland to play. And that year, that was a year, yeah, that was the year AJ got hurt. Um, so he was, he was out for the playoffs, which sucked because they got, you know, it was the first time in a long time that the Dynamo were doing so well. They had a really good season. And, you know, AJ was playing great and everything was going good. And then I want to say they played the Chicago Fire the last game of the season. And he, uh, he tore his ACL. I think it was his ACL, MCL. There was a couple things that, that happened. Not cool. Um, but then he won the U.S. Open Cup with the Houston Dynamo, which was cool. It was different when AJ and Megan left because we were we would see them a lot. They lived not too far from us. So it was always cool, you know, we'd go have dinner either, you know, down at the pier somewhere, either the piers. We'd go to their house. You know, we'd we'd go hang out. We'd do a, just a bunch of stuff, you know. We it was it was just it was nice to have our friends down the street. And then now they're getting on a plane and leaving. Well, because of the job Allie and I have. Jokingly, it started, I think it started off more as a joke. Like, oh, well, we'll fly to Houston and see you guys. And they're like, yeah, okay. And then almost every month, Allie and I would go. Sometimes Allie would go by herself. And then I would go. And then we would go together. Some months, Allie would go first, like three, four days. And then I would go the next weekend, three, four days. And then we would go together three, four days. And then I would go the next month. And then Allie would go the following month. And then I would go the next month. We were there a lot to the point where some of the, <laughs> some of the team admin people, um, I said something one time. I was talking to, we were, we were talking to somebody. And I said, oh yeah, oh, you know, me and my, at the time, Allie was my girlfriend. Like, oh yeah, me and my girlfriend, uh, you know, we live in LA. And she's like, wait, you live in LA? I go, yeah, we live over in Hermosa Beach. And she goes, you don't live in Houston? And we go, oh no, no, we don't live in Houston. She goes, I see you guys here almost every home game. Go, oh yeah, well I mean we fly in. She's like, you guys fly in this much? Well yeah. She's like, what do you guys do? That you can just like take all this time and oh we're we're flight attendants. She goes, oh. She's like, so you guys can? I go, yeah, we come whenever whenever we can, which is clearly a lot. She's like, oh shit, okay. <laughs> it was just funny. She was like, yeah, we all thought you guys lived here. We go, no 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 no, we don't live here. So it was nice that we continued that friendship. Then AJ gets, uh, I think, I want to say he was a free agent. But he, he went to Miami. And because of the pandemic, I remember Allie and I were supposed to go. Like we bid our vacation to make sure we had our vacation in that chunk of time so we can go see the home opener and go hang out. And then COVID hit and then that canceled everything. And then we never, the only time we saw, um, I don't even, we never even saw, well, I saw, we saw AJ the first game of the season when he came to LA, when Miami came to play. Um, but that was it. Um, we moved some of their stuff, helped them move some of their stuff to, from Houston to Miami. And that was, that was the only time we saw Megan other than face FaceTime. We didn't fly out there because we were scared that we were going to take something 
to the girls and to them. And we're like, no, that's not, like, no, we're not doing that shit. And then from Miami, he got traded, or I think, again, a free agent. He went to the, the Revs. And then from the Revs, he decided to retire. And, uh, and his professional soccer playing career with the LA Galaxy. Let me read you some stats about AJ's career. Let's see. So, I think I already said this. From 2005 to 2008, he played for Maryland College. Made 88 appearances. He won two national championships, 2005 and 2008. And in 2008, they won the ACC championship as well. He had zero goals. From 2009 to 2016, AJ made 204 appearances. In that time, he scored two goals. One of them, um, one of the goals he scored was featured on ESPN. On the uh, top plays, I believe, if I remember correctly. Then, from 2017 to 2019, he played for the Houston Dynamo. He made 57 appearances. Excuse me, in 2020, he played for Inter Miami. He made five appearances. And from 2001 to 2002, he made 14 appearances. And his international career... Uh, in 2012, I remember, because we were in Houston. We were in Houston, and one of the games was in Houston. Um, but unfortunately, we were on reserve. We didn't know if we got to get called. We didn't go to the game, but he made two appearances for the U.S. men's national team. And then from 2013 to 2019, he switched to Guam and made 14 appearances. Um, there was something else I wanted to say. Maybe not. Oh, and then he signed a day contract so he can retire as an LA Galaxy player. So forever he will be an, an LA Galaxy player. I believe he played 14 seasons. I want to say, yeah, I think it was 14 seasons. Doing the revolution, following contract expired, retired, yeah, with the LA Galaxy from playing professional soccer on November 17th um, of this year. That's when AJ signed the one-day contract. And let's see some other awards he won. So he won MLS Cup in 2011, 12, and 14. He won the Supporters' Shield in 2010 and 11. That was with the LA Galaxy. With Houston Dynamo, he won the U.S. Open Cup in 2018. In 2001, he won the Supporters' Shield again with the New England Revolution. With the Galaxy, he was the 2012 and 2014 LA Galaxy Defender of the Year. And in 2014 with the LA Galaxy, or no, he was, in 2014, uh, AJ was the MLS Humanitarian of the Year. Um, so yeah, those were those are his accolades and I'm excited to see what AJ's going to do next. Um we're going to continue to wherever wherever AJ, Megan and the girls are we're going to go see him as much as we can. It's a little different now because we have our little guy. We have, you know, our two dogs. We're trying to juggle opposite schedules, but we're going to, we've been making it work and we will make it work. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do. Um, I'm excited to see the girls continue to grow up. And to AJ, I just want to say thank you for everything that you've done to watch you as a fan to watch you from 2009 to the last 
uh, game of your career. Um, you have always shown the amount of heart, the amount of drive, how hungry you are out on the field. And as a fan, I thank you. There's a couple games. One of the, one of the games that comes to mind was is uh, June nineteenth when you guys played at home. You guys won. That was the day my son was born, and to watch you play while I had my son in my arms as we watched you was one of the greatest moments of my life because I was able to have my son watch you, watch you. And I was telling him all about his deal. And that was, that was a great moment. And you gave that to us. And I, th I thank you as a friend. You are one of the funniest people that I know. We, we can talk about anything. And man, I enjoy when we grill. When we grill, it's always a good time. Even after the games, when we would come home and it'd be late. And I'd be like, yo, we gonna grill something? Or you would say, yo, we gonna grill something? Just things like that. Um, you know, the, the, the different outings we've had. I just, I thank you for being my friend. Thank you for taking a shot and letting this crazy guy into your life. And I can't, I can't wait for many more years of friendship. Um, I love you, AJ. I love you, Megan. And um, this was my little thing that I wanted to do for you, man. Um, I hope it wasn't too boring for you guys. Um, I thought it, like I said, I thought it would be cool to share with you some of AJ's stats and little stories about how much he means to me. Remember, rate like, subscribe, and share the podcast with everybody you know. Remember to listen to The Jesus Show, not that one. And I'll see you next week.